Welcome to this week's episode of Pally Talks Golf. Firstly, thank you to all of you legends who have done a review of the podcast the last couple of weeks. That's really helped things. Um, we're showing up in some places we shouldn't have shown up before. So we're number one in Dubai. Uh, thanks to everyone who's listened. Jamie McConnell, great interview last week. Go check it out in the previous episodes. But you're here for this week's episode. And it's brought to you thanks to Seed Golf, who deliver you affordable to a performance, same performance as those premium golf balls, but, but at half the price. So it's a no-brainer, really. Check them out at www.seedgolf.com and try them today. This week's episode, it's all about Ireland's first golf-specific gym. We're talking strength, speed, flexibility, power, and it's all brought to you by a man by the name of Niels Conway. Great Irish name, Niels, but um, it's not really, but we'll get into it. Without further ado, it's Neil Conway. On this week's show, we have a man who has been grafting his proverbial arse off for years with one goal, and that was to open Ireland's first golf fitness gym, and last year, he opened it. Uh, well, Niels Conway, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? Trying grand. I'm grand. How have you been? Yeah, good. Working hard still. Working me, working me arse off, trying to, trying to graft away. So you, you've had an interesting, I suppose, 12 months in terms of you opened up where where's the gym based so that everyone can, can know where you're based yeah, the gym is in Spawell in the Spawell Golf Academy over here in Temple Oak in Dublin South Dublin so it's um, it's geez I think it's Ireland's leading leading driving range now at this stage so it's doing well, well the, doing well there's some set up there and um, I suppose before we get into the gym and, and your approach to fitness and, and the different types of golfers you you um you torment on a daily basis. Um, yeah. Niels, where are you from? I'm from Ross Farnham, uh, over here in Dublin. My my mother is Swedish, so that's where the the weird L name comes from. Um, it's Niels, quite a common name in Sweden. It's uh, not so common in Ireland. Uh, but look, it is what it is. My dad's a Kerry man. My dad's from Tralee, so um, the two of them met, and yeah. The rest was history. <laughs> Sweden and Kerry, neither is a hurling stronghold. But um, <laughs> Niels, so when did golf come into your life? When, what's your earliest memory of golf? Yeah, gee, well, I grew up playing um, good counsel pitch and putt. So anyone that's around the kind of Ballyboat and Ralph Farnham area would know good counsel pitch and putt. Basically, it was the Augusta of pitch and putt in Dublin. Anyone that knows We'll know it, we'll know. Um, so that's where we used to grow up. Jeez, we were there six, seven years of age, going down there, playing for uh, playing for jellies, playing pitch and putts. So that's kind of where we started, yeah. And where was the progression then to taking it exceptionally seriously? So between yeah, six and seven was, and like 18, 19. Yeah, I, I went up here and I got a lesson off uh, uh, an older man, Martin Hines, up here when I was 10. And basically, we I joined Hazelgrove. And there was a big group of us from joined Hazelgrove when I was 10. Um, we were just kind of friends. You know, we had a good group of us, maybe 20 young lads up there playing. And Martin used to take good care of us up there um, playing golf in Hazelgrove. And it was in Jobstown. It wasn't the nicest of golf courses. It was a rough old track. But uh, Jesus, we played some good golf up there. 
that's where I learned uh, learned my uh, learned my trade. Really, it was a uh, it was a great place to grow up and play golf. Yeah, I spotted on your Instagram or, or on someone's Instagram um, in the last couple of weeks that when you were in the junior ranks, you put it up to John Murphy. The ginger lad no. back in the day. Did I put it up to no, Jesus. We that was in Castle Martyr years. Well, a couple of years ago, when I came back from from America, I tried to give the golf an L go, playing a few uh, scratch cups here and there, or whatever. But uh, no, he, he he's a good player, all right, John. He's a lovely lad. So uh, yeah, that, that's a nice picture to have. I say he'll go a long way. So I'll be keeping that picture on the Instagram anyway. You know. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yourself. But um, I we know each other a couple of years at this stage. Um, and I, if I remember rightly, you told me you went on a double scholarship to the States. Is that right? Yeah, but I was playing Super League football under 18 here. So I used to be a decent football player. Um, you know, kind of, I was, I was athletic, I was athletic growing up, you know, I was playing a lot of sports, but football, I was good at soccer. You know, I got, got looked at going over there. Then I was playing off, I was playing off one or two at the age of 18 or whatever it was. And, uh, you know, I told, yeah, look, I, I play golf too. And, you know, I ended up getting the double golf scholarship, no, soccer and golf scholarship. And it worked out great. You know, they were playing two different seasons. Um, you know, the fall, autumn semester was football and the spring was golf. So it worked out grand. So I actually went over for football and I ended up packing into football after two years and focusing on golf. Because I, I had more of an interest, I had more love of golf. Football drove me nuts, to be honest with you. It was only golf, but football <laughs> drove me more, more crazy, you know, but... Uh, no, I, I, I love the golf. Golf was more my passion. Um, it was more myself. You know, I, I, the only person to rely on was myself. And I was, I, I like that, you know. Definitely. I suppose for anyone listening who is handy at the old um, soccer, I wouldn't call it football. Yeah. Football is, you know, proper Gaelic <laughs> football, right? Let's get it right, Niels. Yeah. I know you're half Swedish, but Jesus. My dad um, said the same too. What college facilita- facilitated that? You know, where, yeah, where, I, what college you know, did you go to? I kind of rushed over. I went to a Baptist college. I, I kind of rushed into it. I, I didn't do it properly, to be honest with you. There's, if, you know, for any uh, recommendations, the guys going over, you know, I'd, I'd take your time, make sure you're going to the right, right college. You know, there's a lot of guys that go over and come back after a couple of months because, you know, you're actually, you won't improve unless you go to a good, good facilities, good, good coaching and stuff like that. Then, you know, do it properly. But I wouldn't rush into it. You know, I kind of rushed into it. I kind of thought I was better than I was type thing. And, um, but look, it was, it was a good experience. I am where I am today because of it, but, uh, you know, definitely for any, you know, any recommendations, I would just, you know, take your time with it, make sure you're doing it properly and find the right coach, make sure it's, it's done properly, you know, cause a lot of guys go over, you know, and me included, you know, it was, it, it was okay. You know, I, I should have taken my time and looked more into it, but look, like I say, I, I am where I am today because of it, you know? Well, that's fair, but like you did, you didn't come home after two months. So, granted, aside no. from aside from not maybe planning it out, you obviously enjoyed it. So, two years I football, did. soccer, maybe two years golf. Yeah, yeah, it was good crack. Jesus Christ, I, I loved it. I did. I enjoyed the American atmosphere. I enjoyed it. And um, I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a home bird, to be honest with you. I like coming home. So I used to come home for summer for Christmas. You know, I like. I like being at home, um, you know, and I saw I was getting coaching here, you know, with the same coach that I had for years. And I was just, I enjoy coming back, getting my game back. Because my, te- my game, would, I tended to lose my game when I was over there. You know, I'd kind of play in tournaments. And because I was playing football, my golf would take a back seat. And, you know, things, you know, I'd come back for Christmas and try and find my game before going back over in the spring. So it was tough enough, to be honest with you, you know. Um, 
but look, it was it was all part of it. You know, the, the coaching and stuff where I was wasn't great. That's why I kind of came home from my coaching. But you know, there there are colleges with great coaching. So you know, take your time if you're if you're looking into it. You know, absolutely. You mentioned there that things that you experienced over there kind of brought to where you are now. So is there anything yeah. in particular that you learned from your experience inside that you yeah, that you the, continue the to use over here? Was that the big thing was that I didn't actually do any fitness with golf over there. And that was the big thing. You know, I went over there, a skinny young lad, and didn't give a shite about my nutrition, to be honest with you. I didn't care about training. I didn't know about training, to be, to be honest with you, Parry. I didn't know, you know. So I went over there. And then when I was out, like, I wish someone kicked, my, kicked me into shape over there. I wish someone did. You know, I just didn't have it. I didn't have the push to it. I didn't know. And then when I came back, um, you know, I... You know, I started getting into the gym and I kind of realized how important it was, how important nutrition was, and how, you know, nutrition can change your mood, how fitness can change your mood on and off the course. Like, because anyone that plays golf properly knows how, how important your mental game is, never mind the physical side of things, you know. So everything is everything's fixed towards that. So that's kind of where I kind of got the, the kick to, okay, maybe this whole fitness thing is actually more important than what I thought it was. And that was my kind of calling towards the whole fitness side of things that, okay, look, it didn't work out for me, but what, what could I've done differently and where could I've went, you know, and changed things up. And that was the whole side. And that's kind of why I focus now on the whole, on the whole fitness side, you know? Definitely. So you came back and you spotted there was a niche or, or what do the Americans say? Um, how do the Americans pronounce niche? Your niche. You found your niche. <laughs> and um, so how did you go about, I suppose, self-educating yourself to, to be in a position where you, where you could be in the position you are now? Well, to be honest with you, I, I, you know, I, I joined a gym. I, I went to a couple of different trainers myself. I wanted to learn more about it. And I went, I did a great course, Evolution, um, and John Carroll, a lovely fella. Um, I did a great course. Um, I, did, I did the TPI. And I also just kind of, you know, I, I, I got myself. I, geez, I, every single day, I, I was kind of gifted with the fact that when I started, I was, geez, I had nearly 20 guys coming to TV from the get-go. So I was pushed pushed to learn, if that makes sense. You know, I kind of had no no other choice than to just, you know, bite the bullet and just get learning every single day. So, I, you know, I'd, every single day I'd be studying, learning new things, bringing new things to classes, bringing new things to the one-to-one. So, you know, over the years, it's just really developed into really good training in that sense you know obviously at the start it was a bit ropey but now since I've you know obviously experiences you know it's over everything really you know now you were going very well in Sandyford for was it two years I'd say and then you decided to move to Spawell under the I know we were called the, the Peter Laurie Academy or the Peter Laurie you know home of golf he's building there <laughs> Jeez, yeah it's absolutely brilliant he's got some great coaches up here now training guys coaching guys um Peter's a lovely fella. He's done everything properly up here, you know. Um, yeah, so I was over in Sandyford, a member in the Grange. I play in the Grange myself. So a member in the Grange, basically, Rob Buckley um, basically said, look, I have, a, I have a gym over here in Sandyford. You're welcome to use it. So, you know, I, I brought guys over. I started actually in Navitas in a CrossFit gym with Alex Dunlop. He basically got me up and running. He said, look, Nils, you can use this gym for a couple of weeks. Um, you know, he basically got me going. So I was lucky enough to have guys around me that, help me along the way. And that's important. You know, you have to have a good, some good guys around you. That's the, that's the, the benefits of being in a golf club. You know, there's, there's guys that are willing to help you. And, you know, then, then coming over here to Spawell, and then actually before, this is just last year, I tried to do the PGA thing. So I was thinking, fuck, what can I do differently that's going to, you know, make my business different? So I actually, I did the assistant pro thing in the Grange and I lasted two weeks. 
I dropped out after two weeks in the Grange Pro Shop. I said I couldn't. It just it was taken away from this, you know. It really the the fitness side of things is my calling, and that's kind of where I decided to focus on. I said there's enough there's enough good PGA professionals in this country now giving lessons, so it's time for me to focus on this, you know. Absolutely. So, what's the benefit of being you had a fine setup in, in with your mates place in Sandyford? What's the benefits that that Sparwell gives to you, and maybe that you give to Sparwell? Well, yeah, like God, I've got countless number of guys walking past my door every day even sitting here now there's this guy's walking past you know and um, guys come in especially come to my classes or come to my sessions guys go hit balls before they use the top tracer upstairs i can you know we can give an accurate enough readings of yardages what what club distance guys are hitting and um, you know i do swing speeds in here so it's 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 all relative you know everything works together here we all it's you know it's a good dynamic of range to driving you know to the gym here and then you got the John next door who's doing the the, uh, the repairs on the golf clubs and stuff. So we all we all work together as a good team here. It's quite a holistic centre, you know. And um, we spoke about that. That's what you wanted to bring to the game before was a holistic approach. Yeah. Um, but you're in Sparrow a year, and it's been you know it's been a difficult year for everyone. And I was quite impressed with how you navigated. You know, you and your use of the gym and the protocols you put in place since April. So can you can you maybe explain how that yeah. first year has gone and, and how you dealt with with COVID nineteen up up to now? Yeah, so I you know I kind of I had to do Zoom classes really. That's where I got going. You know, guys would wanted to keep trading, guys wanted to keep working. So, um, I was shut up shop there for months, geez, like three four months. There, I was shut up shop. So, um, I just had guys doing Zoom classes. And I had absolute incredible results with the Zoom classes. Um, you know, guys were training three times a week. <laughs> I had, you know, guys, even now I'm still doing the Zoom classes, guys throwing pillows against walls and things like this where, you know, and it actually works. You know, guys are getting real benefit out of it, training three times a week. Um, it, it's working great. But it was just kind of, and even now I have, you know, tr- training. I've got little uh, blocks, you know, um, sec- sectioned out here in the gym where people can, People train and safe distance, distance, and everything is everything's cleaned down well. It's just it's making a little bit extra work, but look, it is what it is, you know. Oh no, the reason I say it is because you were like I'd follow a lot of gyms around Dublin, the big names and the smaller names and the influencer ones and all those places. And you, 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 you were the first guy to come out and say, "Well, I'm disinfecting everything, and it's safe to come." And it took, oh, yeah. I suppose, the mainstream guys, you know, almost a month to to catch on to what they needed to do, or at least to pre- present it. To, to the customers though, so fair play to you. Yeah. Um, in terms of like what type of golfer goes to your gym, is it, do you have to be ripped to the beans to, to go to Neil's County no. Fitness or like what type no. of golfer goes to, to your gym, Niels? Everyone, everyone, Parry, to be honest with you, everything. I have, I've got young guys, I've got, you know, older, older clients, I've got, you know, out of shape guy, in shape, you know, it, it really doesn't make a difference. Golf is a, you know, it's quite a, it's quite a difficult game to play. And um, everyone plays it differently. So it's, it's, it's just about finding what's right for the client, what works for the client. Obviously, everyone has different goals, you know, whether it could be fat loss, where it could be mobility, uh, developing strength. And it's just about finding those goals and just working on them. You know, that's why the, the TPI screen is great, or even the TPI to, to test and stuff. Um, but like I said, everyone hits the ball differently. Everyone swings different. And it's just about finding kind of what works for everyone um, and really goals, what goals everyone wants. You know, someone might come in here and just wants to improve their golf, but 
you know, if they're out of shape or they, they genuinely need to leave, but at the end of the day, your health and your wellness is the priority. That's what I tell guys. I mean, you have to be able to, you know, I want to give you extra years of your life, not just extra years on the course, you know, and that's kind of, you know, that's, I need to kind of set that down in stone. And then we work on the, then we work on better in the golf too. Definitely. So, so something I noticed is, I suppose we met a couple of years ago because you were like close to where I worked at the time. And, um, I was getting into the whole side of how can I get better? And like, for me, it was, well, you know, I'll get a screening and I'll see what aspect of my body needs to move better. So you introduced me to that fair play to you, you had a big task in your hand. Um, but it was really over the last 12 months for me when I kind of worked on like my, my swing with, um, with Niall McGlynn. And then I asked him, look, in terms of mobility or certain conditioning sense, where do I need to improve or like to get into a certain position? And he told me, well, we're trying to work through your left side a bit more. So if you can do mobility, like hit mobility, et cetera, if you work with that, who you're working with. Um, how much of that happens in spa? Well, in terms of maybe the coaches, there recommending, you know, the, the clients need to do X amount of mobility maybe, or is that the yeah. next step for you guys? It is. Well, that's, and you know, I've got the likes of Sergio here and um, Sergio, me and Sergio are linked together now with a, with a good few guys. And, um, you know, he does, he's doing great things up here. And so me and him would work with a few guys, you know, I sent screenings onto him. There's Zach Rudier. We, you know, we work together. There's a few guys that, you know, good, good coaches up here now and we're starting to link together and that's kind of, you know, it is the future of golf. You know, you look at the guys on TV, you look at guys, they all have their, you know, their swing coaches, they've got their, their trainer with them. It's kind of goes hand in hand now these, these days, you know, and that's what's kind of it'll it'll get better, but it's just kind of still on the still on the rise. Absolutely. So, what, what's your approach to golf fitness then? Like, how are you making guys and girls and ladies? And I know you do great classes for the ladies. I, I got some feedback from a friend of mine who attended. She said it was some of the, one of the best things she did. But how are you making them better? <laughs> so, what's what's your approach to? If I was to walk in, never met you before, what happens? Well, the basics is obviously learning learning the basics, learning the fundamentals. Um, learning how to move properly that's the, that's the main thing you know it's all well and good hitting the ball properly but if you can't move um, like I said you, you want to move you want to try and be an athlete first you know so you, you want to try and learn the fundamentals try and move properly and then you kind of go from there um, and also just feeling better you know do a little bit of conditioning get your heart rate up um, you know and obviously get stronger you know a lot of guys would come in with pain you know and there's obviously certain aspects so you know I work with a few physios too I send um, quite a few guys to Muscle Man in Sports Video Ireland is a buddy of mine. So, you know, I'd work with him too, sending guys, and we'd kind of work in that sense. So it's, uh, yeah, you know, it's just getting getting the most out of guys. So if I went in and I said, look, I play off six, and maybe when the word handling had system, it might be five. You never know. Yeah. Um, and I said, I currently swing at 108. Is it realistic, like one of my problems with, with the driver or whatever, it's, is it realistic to say, Look, I want to swing at 120. Like, how how would you deal with someone who comes in with with um, seriously warped goals like that? Yeah, and that's <laughs> and, and that's tricky. You know, it's difficult to get that that type of mileage. You know, like I said, everyone's different. Um, it's all well and good swinging it that fast. You might not be able to get to that speed. Um, obviously, you're not, you might not be able to get to that. But we'll, we'll try our best. But you know, I, I wouldn't be given any any false promises in that sense. You know, and we try first of all get the most out of your body. Um, you know, make sure you're built around that speed too. And that's the, you know, I was reading a great thing, like, you know, just these swing speeds are great, but also if you don't have the body to back up that swing speed or back up that speed, you're just asking to be injured. So, 
you know, the, the yeah. key would be first to, you know, build up the most around these joints, really build up properly first. Yeah, there's a reason Bryson's having like a million protein shakes a day, you know, um, it's to, it's to, to keep the mass there, you know. <laughs> He's got a serious team around him. Yeah. I, you know, I guarantee he's doing it properly, you know, and everyone that's going to, everyone's talking shite about him, which is fair enough. You're always going to have people talking shite, but he obviously has a good team around him. He knows what he's doing. They're doing it properly. You know, he's not going to injure himself and he's, he's too smart to really do it properly. He's, he knows what he's doing. And, um, you know, you're, you're always going to have people talk shite. Simple as. Absolutely. Well, he's the man with a major in his back pocket now, isn't he? Um, <laughs> <Not too shabby. laughs> so, um, recently I saw that you're officially part of the Maynooth program. So, um, congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. So a lot. How, just, what, what will you be doing with the elite Irish golfers there? Yeah, I was just out with Barry today. Um, had a lovely chat with him today. Lovely coffee. Um, we, we, yeah, basically, you know, we're going to go through different phases. It's quite a, quite a tricky situation now with this whole lockdown crack. So, you know, with the gyms out there. So I might have some of the guys over here in Spowell. Um, you know, we'll just break it into different phases and see where everyone's at. Obviously, everyone might have different training ages. Um, he, he has quite a few young guys coming in now. So it's just about, you know, building the foundations, seeing where they're all at um, and just doing it in different phases, you know, and hopefully into, into next season. Obviously, there's, there's not that many competitions now this time, this, this side of Christmas. So, um, like I said, the Barry, this side is going to be kind of the, the you know, the hardworking time, you know, I'm, I'm going to work the guys this side of Christmas and then obviously into next season, more maintenance work, obviously, as the season comes in. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm looking forward to get these guys in and show them what I can do and get the most out of them. And yeah, it's, uh, I'm really excited to be honest with you. It's a great opportunity for me. Oh, deadly. Um, so, something I forgot to ask, what is the difference between a regular gym um, and a, we won't take, we won't mention the word CrossFit, but like between a regular gym, that's, that's, Gym is different to everything. But what's the difference yeah. between like a regular gym and a golf focused, like a golf fitness gym? Yeah, to be honest with you, the difference is the trainer. You know, you gotta have a trainer that knows golf. You gotta have a trainer that knows what he's talking about, that knows the game. It's um it's all well and good having someone doing golf fitness, but you know, you kinda have to know exactly what you're doing. You have to be able to link with pros, you have to, you know, you know, but know the biomechanics, know how body moves and know like know what know how the body is supposed to move for the golf swing it's all well and good and um, what i have in here in spawell i've put up a net you know i don't have a wall unfortunately to throw things against um but look yeah it's it's quite similar i wouldn't say it's completely different it's quite similar it has the same things cables and um, barbells squat racks dumbbells um <laughs> the only difference is i've got a sign that says golf fit really yeah <laughs> <laughs> you've assigned it what that says golf fitness. That's that's kind of it. No, but yeah, you know, it's 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 very similar. It is very similar, part. No, deadly. So, uh, it might be from your time in the states. It might be from your time for two weeks behind the the desk in the pro shop, or it could be from Spawell. Yeah. But have you any particular, I suppose, memorable story, or maybe something funny that happened on a Zoom or in a particular lesson? Like, does someone rock up to Zoom with, with no clothes on by accident or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I have the guys right now doing swing speeds in their sitting room. So that's a bit dodgy. I have, you know, I'm asking them to look out for lantern, uh, chandeliers in the house, in the sitting rooms or whatever. So that's a bit dodgy, but no, um, my greatest, what's my greatest memory? No real. I have some funny memories playing the championships a few years ago. Um, probably nothing I can say over this. I mean, the lads will know. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can just say player A yeah, and player no, B if you need to. <laughs> I've got some good stories in the, in, in the championships. Yeah, me. Uh, yeah, some some good some good stories. What did I have? I had 
God, did I, did I, did I play against anyone good? I remember, um, not really, to be honest with you. I, I was leading the I was leading the Connacht Stroke play. Was that a few years back? Um, got into the last round, and of course, I blew my tits off. Freaking what did I had seventy eight last round. Um, wasn't the highlight of my day, but you know that was kind of that was the highlight for me, really. You know, but uh, other than that, no, not really. It was just it was a good good eye opener to see that <laughs> nerves play a massive factor unless you get yourself into that situation. But uh, no, that's really it, Park. I'm not going to go into that anymore, really. I, I'll have to call, I'll have to call into Spawa and get the real stories out of you off the record. Then no problem. Right, so Mr. Niels, um, Mr. Niels Conway, quick fire Q and A. Are you ready? Ready to do, man. Okay, now you're running gym, so your walk on song better be ace. What would your walk on song be? Jesus, you're leaving me on the plus spot here. And that's like asking for a song you don't know. Um, right now, it's probably. Uh, can we come back to that? No. <laughs> um, ah, Jesus. Um, something Damien Dempsey. I have the one. I have the one. I listened to a lot of Damien Dempsey in college studying. I love, or, yeah. I love a bit of Damien myself. He's not really gym music, but he's my music, Damien. No, absolutely. Well, my, mine was Dreams by Hermitage Green, so that's serious walk-out song there, isn't it? Um, <laughs> next question. Jim or pizza? Uh, Jim. Jim, Jim, Jim. Good man. That would, that would have been a massive anticlimax <laughs> if you said pizza. Um, hat, visor, or a Keelan Rafferty bucket hat? Uh, to be honest with you, it's going to be the hat. I can't rock a visor or a book of hat, so I'm going to go with the straightforward hat, to be honest with you. It can look shock, shocking and hat anyway, but look, I go the hat. I got my first bucket down in Waterville, and I am forever will be part of the Bucket Life crew. They're class. Um, <laughs> How do you feel? Do you feel different, isn't it? <laughs> I feel immense. Um, I feel like I have the biggest head in the world. Um, Happy Gilmore or Tin Cup? Happy Gilmore. Obviously, what? Happy Gilmore has to be. So bad. Walk or cart? Um, I'd walk. Win the I'm Masters good. or win win the Masters or win the Open. I win the Masters. Instagram or Twitter. Insta, Insta all day. Play or practice. Um, I'm a fond of practice. To be honest with you, I, I like my practice. Good man. Now there's a bonus one that you wouldn't have prepared for. You might have to get your thinking okay, cap on. All right. Yeah. So it's the end of a day at the gym, or yeah. there are multiple Zoom classes, and you're sitting down to dinner that night and pretend COVID isn't around you can have any six people with you dead alive golfer celebrity whoever who are the six people six people yeah um, well probably Damo Damien Dempsey um, Dermot Kennedy um, who else um, Conor McGregor um, any because you have to have a woman or two, don't you? Um, Absolutely. Jesus. Part is a tough one here, man. <laughs> um, uh, your, here. Other half is, your other half is a very strong person. I think she deserves yeah, to be I'll put, there. I'll put my other half on that. Um, and who else? Du, 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 du. You have two more. Jeez. Not a golfer yet, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know who I like? Uh, I like I like Lee Westwood. I'm gonna put Lee Westwood on that. I'm a fan. I'm fond of Lee Westwood. I've always been a fan. You have to come off the spin bike for us, honey. Have you seen the shape he's in now? Anyway, and uh, oh, he's in who else? Last one. Yeah, I have to. I have to go with. Uh, I have to go. McElroy. McElroy. He's a 
He's the face of golf fitness here in this country. So go with Mark Roy. Dead on. Niels, thank you so much for your time and I'll see you in the gym soon. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Cheers. That was Niels Conway Golfit. You can check him out down in the Spawell complex there just off the M50. He does have quite a few resources as well on his own website, nielsconwaygolfit.ie and he does those Zoom classes weekly. I think it's three a week, so check him out. In the show notes below, I'll have a couple of links. So hopefully while you're listening to this podcast has those show notes. But if you check out my social media at Paddy underscore golf, Instagram or Twitter, whichever is your flavor, even Facebook, I, I, uh, it all goes on there too. I'll have the details of this podcast where you can find Niels as well. I'm going to be doing, hopefully, a little giveaway partnership with Mr. Conway. I don't know if he knows about it yet, but if that message about it is sitting in your DMs, Mr. Conway. So um, listeners and folks out there listening to me talk away over this jazzy music um, by Earth and Fire. Thanks, Mr. Murray, for that shout out. I listen to it on the daily. But yeah, if you're looking for giveaways or competitions or discount codes, sign up to the timesheet on paddygolf.com. What else do we need to talk about? Oh yeah, we were able to donate 3,000 euros to Sapling's uh, School for Autism in Kilcarnock and there, and that's all down to uh, Live, Work, Grow, an organisation in Sandyford. We normally coordinate a, a golf tournament every year. We weren't able to this year with COVID-19, but thankfully the sponsors and partners that we have been involved with the last few years still dedicated some funds to both Laura Lynn and, um, and Sapling. So I must say a big, massive thank you, um, the people involved there and we look forward to running an actual event hopefully sometime in 2021 if you are interested in something like that join the timesheet yeah all that crazy information about good things good news stuff goes on on the timesheet to give an example it's not spanny so i sent one in may and i sent one in october so there'll probably be a christmas roundup uh, but yeah i'll start rattling on now earth went and fire nearly finished up um, yeah, thank you all so much for listening every week. Be sure to leave a podcast review; it really does help. And um, share the show with your family and friends. Help other people discover the podcast um, if they're into golf and Irish golf and general conversations. But yeah, that's it. Until we meet up again soon, I'm Paddy.